0: Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast via my PayPal, And check out my TikTok. I will put all those links in the show notes. Please give the podcast a five-star rating so it reaches the people that may need to hear it. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well. Um, It is Monday, just the afternoon. So I hope it's a good beginning of the week for you. Um you'll probably be hearing this not on Monday but Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever. <laughs> Does it matter? Still wish you have a good week and a good weekend. So, <clears throat> over the last few days, I I posted um I put a post up on Instagram and I got a lot or a few comments that were related and that's how I tend to um, pick my topics for my podcast. So, one of the things that is coming up over and over now, I've gotten a, um, a whole bunch of new followers in the last five or six days, which I was amazed at. I, I'm not sure how the algorithm works, but obviously the more followers you have, the more that you get. And because I have new followers, um and I I really don't know these new followers are going to find out I have a podcast probably when I post this one and post that you know listen to my podcast. But um when you have new followers you got to deal with some of the old stuff again. And and for some of you it's like, you know, just a reminder of of how things should be or how how I think And that's, again, that's my opinion, not being a licensed therapist, but just someone that has done a lot of research, um, has read a lot of books, and watched videos of actual licensed therapists who focus on this. If I could recommend anyone to you, it would be Chris Godinez, K-R-I-S, last name G-O-D-I-N-E-Z, she is a licensed therapist in Arizona, and she is beyond fantastic when it comes to um, this issue of narcissism. She <laughs> tells it like it is. She's now being sponsored by BetterHelp, and so she is a person who didn't care about saying bad words, but because she's being sponsored now, she has to hold back on... Um, expressing herself the way she used to but she's she's very funny and she's very to the point. All right, so me getting to the point. Um I want to talk about no contact. Okay? Because and I've talked about no contact so much, but I know that this is probably the best step that you will ever take in your life for your for yourself. But also, the most difficult step you will ever take for yourself. And because it is the most difficult step, I want to talk about the reason it's so difficult and how to do it the right way. And hopefully, you can stick to it. And also, don't beat yourself up if you don't. Okay. And this goes for whether it's a parent. Or a familial person, or if it's a romantic person relationship. Um, I've done it for both. Um, when I did it for the romantic relationship of the, the person in my life who was clearly a narcissist, right? Not toxic in other ways, but just clearly a narcissist, um, it took me a few tries. I, and I had not been with him long. I had been with him a few months. Um, but it's not easy because... And, and this is now I'll go into... It's not easy to go into contact with either a parent obvious, for obvious reasons. And then the romantic relationship. With the parents, you have the trauma bond. You have it with the relationship, too, but it's a little different. With the parent, there's so much that goes along with it, including family members who get involved, who tell you, but it's your mother. And you have to, you you cannot stop talking to your mother. And you absolutely can stop talking to your mother. A lot of people have done it. Out of... The amount of followers that I have that are engaging with me—in other words, they're liking my posts or commenting—a lot of them are no contact. I don't know if if you're on my uh, Instagram page, but I I asked about that. You know, um, where are you in the process? Was the question right? If you're early on, if you're no contact, or if somewhere in between. And a lot of people are like, no contact is the best thing I ever did, right? Those are the comments I want the rest of you to see. That's why I put that out there. I want you to see that going no contact can be very freeing, can be very healing. Now, is it the, the solution? Everyone's situation is different. And it's hard for me to tell you absolutely 100% go no contact It's the best way. It is the best way because you cannot heal yourself if you're in the middle of the abuse. It's that simple. Regardless of whether it's a parent or a a romantic relationship, you can't heal from that if you're still being abused. Right? That's like saying I cut my finger... And they put stitches, right? It was that deep. And I keep cutting the stitches open, putting my finger in, my other finger in the hole. No way can that heal, right? So this is what what you need to understand. Now, I know that not every situation is the same. I know there are some of you who can't get away for whatever reason. And I'm not here to judge you or make you feel bad. But. You have to understand that you you should have some sort of plan because if you stay in the abuse you're just going to pile on and pile on one day you're going to end up leaving anyway that's my guess because that's all I ever see is people who hang on till the very last thread and that thread just pink it breaks and then what you know it's better if you kind of do it and, and do it consciously instead of having to do it the, the way I did it. You know, I I went no contact because my mother, I, as I put it, tried to kill me. <laughs> right? She tried to kill me. Me and my husband were, were feeling ill because we were in a house with no electricity after Hurricane Irma. And they had had electricity like the day the, the day after the hurricane. They got their electricity back. And they didn't tell me. So they were, in essence, punishing me because I didn't spend the hurricane at their house. And that's a whole other story. I have my story um, as one of my earlier podcasts if you're interested in hearing it. Um, uh, Spotify, just, just in case you're interested, Spotify is missing some... Older podcasts. When I switched platforms, I lost about sixty on Spotify, but Apple has all of them. So, if, or in Google Podcasts. So, if you want to listen to my old podcasts, um, they're there. So, feel free to look through all of them. I've have many podcasts now. I don't even know the number anymore. Okay, so the trauma bond. The trauma bond is where the narcissist is not evil 100% of the time. At least not evil in your eyes, right? You have good memories with mom, dad, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whomever it is, right? You have good memories. And when they abuse you and they feel, especially if they feel you pulling away... They're going to do the love bombing. Okay. It's a cycle of abuse and it is, it uses that addiction to those feel good chemicals in your brain, right? Your dopamines and serotonin, right? Those chemicals get, um, get. You get more of those chemicals when they tell you how great you are and they're so sorry and they will never do it again. That's a romantic relationship. What does a parent do? They'll give you crumbs every once in a while. With a parent, because they've had their paws on you since the day you were born, um, you've pretty much accepted the way they are and you continue to take it. So they don't really need to reinforce anything. Unless they see you're moving away and instead of really instead of giving you a love bomb, what they do is they smear you, they do negative things to try to pull you back, right? They use guilt and manipulation to try to get you back. Um, while a romantic relationship they, they do love bomb you because They realize that smearing, doing negative things isn't going to get you back. But if they buy you some flowers and a card and a teddy bear um, and say, I will never do this again, I promise this time, it's for real. I promise that you might fall for it and go back. A parent knows their position, right? And how it looks to the outside world. So they have way more freedom to hurt you without having to ever apologize for anything or try to get you back with gifts or compliments of any sort they just know ah oh, they'll take it i'm i'm their mother it it's just what it is right <laughs> okay so you have this trauma bond okay with the parent it's um that syndrome where you you're attached to I, I can't remember the name I'm having a little bit of brain fog today I haven't been feeling great um, the syndrome where you're attached to the the person who is your captor it'll come to me eventually um, um, Stockholm syndrome there you go I, I remember it I'm so happy <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Okay, So with, with, with your parent, you tend to have Stockholm Syndrome, where you're very attached to the person who is causing you pain. With the romantic relationship, it is what I just said, it's a trauma bond. It's a cycle of trauma, you know, discarding or abuse, and then back to the love bombing, wonderful... Everything is perfect. Everything couldn't be greater phase. And that phase is so wonderful and great that that's what keeps you with them. I even had someone comment on my Instagram about I've tried to go into contact, but he keeps sending me messages. You know, he wants to talk. Guys, a narcissist is not going to change. It's who they are. It's a personality disorder. Therefore, that's who they are. It is their personality. <clears throat> and they're not changing. That's who they are inside. That's who they are. So if you continue to believe their their love bombs, their lies... That's on you. And and again, it sounds judgmental on my end right now, but it's the truth, right? You're the one that decides whether you take them back or not. It doesn't matter what they say to you. Remember that they're going to say whatever it takes. The The person, the relationship I had, I remember when I was ready to break up for real, and, and I did. He called me, which I shouldn't have picked up the phone, but I didn't know anything about narcissism. I just realized with my mother and learning about narcissism that that guy was a narcissist, right? That's how I I realized it. Because he did all the exact same things that a narcissist does. He told me that, what I'll go to church with you if you want, he hasn't been to church or been religious a day in his life. Yeah, I, I knew that just from knowing him. But yet, he was willing to go to church with me because he believed that that was going to be the thing that got uh, would bring me back to him. Right? Would be if he went to church with me, which I wasn't going to church either. But he really thought that was going to be a thing. And I was like, really? You're willing to go to church with me? Okay, that's good. I'll talk to you later, you know, and I hung up on him. So they're going to try whatever they can. They know you, right? This guy barely knew me and he thought this would work. He was just grabbing at straws. I was lucky enough because since I didn't go out with him for very long, he didn't. Have a hold on me. Nor was I his main. Target. Okay. His main target was. His ex-wife. Soon to be ex-wife. They were still legally married. And. Then his future wife. Which he is still married to. And. My heart goes out to her. I hope she finds my podcast one day. Not because I talk about him. Because I hardly ever mention him on here. But. Maybe she will. Figure it out because this man is bad. Right? I talked to his ex wife, but after we broke up, and he is bad. And her being in the situation with him for so long, being married to him for so many years already, it's I, I feel terrible. I do. I wish there was a way I could tell her. Something, but I know I can't anyway. (laughs) I've gotten off course here. So, why what is the right way to go? No contact now. This is this is the tough part, okay? Because a lot of you mistakenly think, and it's normal to think this again, no judgment on my end, it's just it's normal to think this. That going no contact just means, I'm not going to call them. That's enough. No contact is actually a way to protect yourself from that person. And just not calling them means, I'm not calling them. That's all it is. Uh, basically, what they call it is no response. That's called no response, not no contact. Because your wish is to sit by the phone and wait for that phone to ring. I know it is. I know that's why you don't go no contact the way you should go no contact. How do you go no contact the right way? Block them on your phone so that you don't know when they call you. If they leave a message save the message without listening to it don't listen to it or delete it depending on your situation i say save it if it's a legal issue you are going with through with this person then save it but don't actually listen to it until you absolutely have to like the the when you're getting ready for a court case other than that i say delete it don't listen to it um <clears throat> Block them on all social media and everyone they know. Because it's no good to just block them from social media and then their friends are telling them everything you're posting. That's no good. Okay, I found out that someone from my past was really toxic. He wasn't toxic to me because in that case, we were kids and it was so short-lived that... There was no time for it. And then we kind of rekindled something when I separated from my husband, but he was overseas. Um, and it was through the internet. It was an internet relationship, at least. It lasted three months. That was n- not really a big deal in my life. Um, <clears throat> but how did I find out what was going on? I saw the patterns. It seemed like since we met when we were 16. Um he would contact me every so many years when he was single. I was one of his many back you know back burner girls. Cuz he he always thought he could reach out and then the last time he reached out, he tried to friend me on Facebook again. I said, "Okay, so here he is again." So, he must be separated from his wife. This, again, his second wife. Um, and I, uh, lo and behold, I found her. I remembered her name. She had an easy first name to remember. Looked her up. And there was all these posts about cheating men and bad men. And I I knew right away. So, I blocked him. He's no longer going to bother me. I actually told him to please never contact me again. That I... You know, I don't want to hear from him. I was married to my current husband. It's important to have a good person with you because they will help you to, you know, if you feel very strongly about the person who's with you and they support you, you're able to push away these negative people more easily. Anyway, so... To go into contact properly, you have to block them and everyone they know. And that's parents as well. If you're going to block your your mother, you have to block your aunt, you know. Unless your aunt is on your side. Okay, so there's exceptions to everything I say. I get, you know, on, on Instagram, I get some pushback on some of my posts. And yes, nothing that I post is 100%. It's just the vast majority. It's a generalization. It's information that needs to be put out into the world. It's not that every single person is like that. You know, when I get the I know one person who was a narcissist and they went to therapy and this and that. Yes, that does happen. Hardly ever, though. Narcissists cannot look inward, they cannot self reflect. If they don't have the capacity to self-reflect, how will they know that they need to go to therapy? It doesn't happen. It's their personality, and it doesn't happen. It's, it's, and the people who say that don't know what they're talking about most of the time, don't really realize that the person is lying to them, or the person's not really a narcissist. It's not what they think. Anyway, so no contact. So you, you block them on everything, social media uh your email address send their emails to a folder so you don't have to read them you have to put yourself in a bubble that protects you from their contact because they are going to text you saying especially if it's a romantic relationship can we talk please i want i want to put closure to this okay closure is when you say no that's closure You don't need anything else. That's another issue that I've encountered. Is closure. You need closure. right? Everyone thinks they need closure. But what does closure mean? It means to close when something is closed. Is closure. If you close it, it's closure. You don't need a specific conversation to end something, to have closure. Closure is the moment you say, I'm closed. (laughs) So please don't use that as a reason. If you desire to talk to this person, that's your choice. You can. No one is saying not to. But don't call it closure because closure is an excuse. Okay? All right, so you've blocked the person completely. So what happens after that? Okay, so they know you. You At this point, they start to realize they haven't called me. Maybe they've attempted a a phone call or seen that you blocked them on Facebook. So they're going to send a flying monkeys. That's why I said you need to block them and everyone they, they know <laughs> that you are in touch with as well. People who you have in common with, the narcissist are going to inadvertently become flying monkeys. Because if they talk to both of you, they're going to tell. Now, they're probably on one side stronger than the other. Most likely the narcissist because they're liars. And they're going to lie to them. So that person, I wouldn't trust anybody, really. Don't trust anybody. I had a flying monkey and I talked about her in one of my podcasts recently who was horrific because she made me feel like she was on my side and she was not on my side. Clearly, she was a a toxic flying monkey and she had the balls to try and contact me after my mother passed. To try, because I have blocked her on everything. I did everything right. Didn't think of my personal Instagram page. To cross, you know why? Because I barely go on there. As much as I'm on Instagram, I barely check my regular, my personal page. <laughs> I hardly see that page. There are days pass, days and days pass, and I don't look at my personal page. I. I'm on Instagram on my escaping narcissists oh my goodness my I can't talk today. Escaping narcissistic mothers page. That's a page I am on all the time. So she did request to follow me on Instagram and I was like, "Yeah, no." So, of course, I I declined and I blocked her from there. There really is nothing else I can think of. Again, it could be something else that I'm not thinking of properly. Maybe Twitter. Good luck there, because I never go on Twitter. It's I use Twitter. I, I was using Twitter, and it was just to upset myself. So um, I'm not on Twitter. I don't check Twitter anymore. I do have a Twitter page for this, for the uh, narcissistic mothers uh, thing. Um But I don't. I just don't like Twitter. I don't like it that much, so I don't use it very often. Um. So anyway, so yeah, she could probably find me on Twitter. But if she goes to my personal account, good luck. I'll never see even the, you know, and I'll never see it anyway. So that's what you need to do: is block these people from everything. Okay. And, and I've had I've I've had podcasts in the past where I talk about how to go no contact the right way. Now y- you you may think how difficult it is and I can't seem to just do it. Sometimes it takes a few tries. Okay? And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not here to you know put you down. If anything, all of us need to be kind to ourselves. We need to regain our self-worth and self-esteem from these toxic, narcissistic people in our lives. And me telling you that what you're doing is wrong is not the point here. I want you to just know the difference between one thing and another and what works and what's not going to work. You will see it yourself. You will go no contact, break the no contact, and go no contact again. Because that's what I've seen over and over again. Because you have hope. I have a podcast called Hope is a Four-Letter Four Word. Listen to that podcast. Because that's how I see it. If we have hope for a narcissist to change... It is a four-letter word, okay? Because they will not change. And we will be disappointed. And then you will feel worse than before. And then you will end up being no contact anyway. That's just how it happens. But sometimes you need to see that with your own eyes. Most of the time. Every time. I wasn't ready until I was ready, right? To be no contact. To be free. To I wasn't ready until something heinous happened. And maybe that's you too. And that's okay. That's how, that's your journey. Okay, this this is a, a journey. This is a journey. Okay? And healing takes a very long time. And I don't mean to say that because it's not worth it. Because every day that passes and you are just a better version of yourself... Because you're no longer being abused and you're starting to see who you are. It's worth it. Okay? Even if it takes forever. Like the question of how long will it take? This isn't like when you go get, you know, a bone set and they tell you in two, you know, in two months we'll take the cast off. This is different. This is ongoing. This is forever. Okay, you're going to feel an immediate relief when you first go no contact, um, but other you're going to have other complications. You know, the smear campaign, the flying monkeys, all these other things are going to happen that might catch you off guard, right? But the important thing is to remember that. Every day is going to get better. You it's going to be an a uh, upward trending but up and down kind of thing. Like you're going it it's in general you're going up. You're getting better, but one day might be better, another day might be a little worse, another day might be better. And the reason is, you know, things will happen. This is this is how narcissists work. And you know, it, it's it, it seems like almost when you relax into that's when something happens. I mean, I was just discussing this with my husband that just when I felt like there had been a few months of a little bit of a break, you know, where I wasn't focused on it and nothing had happened, my mother died. (laughs) You know, that was the thing that happened. But that is the last thing that will happen, at least from her. is she's gone. She's is nothing else. I'm talking to you now from a completely different place than a month ago when she was still alive. Hasn't been a month yet, right? Almost. I'm talking to you from this other point of view where she's gone. I I, I don't have the... Constant stress of people reaching out to me anymore. It's over. And this is the point that I was waiting for. For it to be a few weeks after her death. And because at first. Oh my God. Everybody and their brother. You're either hearing it. Or they're calling you. And oh Jesus. I'm so glad it's over. I'm so glad that time has passed. People are moved on with their lives. And everything is back to silence. Okay. So, I am in the eternal no contact, right? From now on. I I've made this joke, but it's it's a half joke that and it's it's what I've written on my page, my description on my bio uh, on Instagram that I will forever be no contact with my mother for 4 years. I'm never going to say 5 or 6 or 7 years. 'Cause it's I'm not no contact anymore. She's dead. You can't be no contact with someone who's dead, right? <laughs> They're not gonna try and contact you. That's just bottom line. Unless you believe in ghosts and that's a different that's a whole other thing. And look, I, I, I've I've gone to psychics, so I don't I don't poo poo on, on different beliefs. But um No contact. I kind of feel angry that I wasn't able to ever say I've been no contact for five years or six. Because I wouldn't wanted to know how I was gonna progress along that line and I wasn't able to. She died. Done. Over. No contact four years. That was the last four years and one week of no contact. Um I'm still no contact with my dad. Um, I watched a video of, I, I mentioned Chris Godinez early on in this podcast. And Chris talks about, I I sometimes spend a lot of time and I don't watch her videos. She has so many videos. So much worth watching her videos, believe me. I, I should get paid now. If anybody knows her personally, really point her to me because um, I would love to collaborate with her in some way. Um, Now, she doesn't need to collaborate with me, obviously, but I've been following her for such a long, for, for a couple of years. And she has been the reason that I've been who I am. Like a lot of you say thanks to you, whatever, you know. She is the person that I feel has really pushed me and always gets me out of dark places. So she does videos on Sundays on YouTube. And I saw her video yesterday because it was about parents specifically. And I just just wanted to watch. She didn't say anything new. But sometimes you just have to hear something again. Right? And what was it that I heard? I heard, you didn't break them. And this is my current post on Instagram right now. You didn't break them, therefore you don't have to fix them. And that snapped me, put me back into my father's abuse towards me. What my father did before I was even born. He had... Two marriages, three kids that he abandoned. He literally went across the street. My my brother, one of my brothers that I just found out about four years ago, four and a half years ago, um, went to New York, and he went to. He said to me, he needed to go there, and I need to go there too because I actually never. I lived in that neighborhood for 11 years, but I never went to those buildings because I didn't know the story. I didn't know that my parents met there. That's not what I knew. So I never went there. I had no reason to. So he went to the street where my parents met and took a picture of the two buildings that are directly in front of each other. And it, it was so weird to just look at those pictures and go, my gosh, I mean, I want to go myself because I want to see really how close they were to each other physically. That my mother was friends with his wife. That's how she met him. And he left his family and went r- directly across the street. That's, you know, how do you do that? Okay, why am I saying that is because yes, I may have no contact with my mother for four years and it ended there, but I still have a long ways to go with my dad. Because I didn't break him, I didn't abuse him, I didn't do any of the things he did, and I'm feeling guilty? Because, and I say with a question mark because I have been feeling guilty. Right? because his wife of 48 years died but I uh, he also did scream at me when I called him and he told me he wanted to be alone. so what exactly am I trying to do here? Chris snapped me out of it. She snapped me out of it. Yesterday I felt again another thing like uh, I can't I felt lighter I felt okay with myself. I said to my husband, I have to write this down and like post it somewhere on my, physically in the walls of of the house. You did not break him. You did not abuse him. You didn't cause him to be who he is. It is not your responsibility to fix him. I hope that resonates with a lot of you that I know I wrote, hurt people, hurt people is an excuse. But guess what? You weren't the person who hurt the hurt person. If that makes sense. <laughs> right? You didn't hurt the hurt person. Who hurts people? So you don't have to fix that hurt person. Right? You don't, you're don't. You're not responsible for their hurt. Or their healing. They're responsible. You're responsible for your healing. And I'm responsible for mine. Alright guys. I'm going to end there. I hope that Something I said resonated with you. Something makes sense that you're inspired by my words as much as I am by Chris's words, right? Like a light bulb went off, something that I know, but I just needed to hear it. And that's why I repeat my podcasts, because I say different things each time. Even though it's the same topic, it's different. No, I have more experience, and I've heard something that just resonated with me. So I hope that something resonated with you deeply today, and that something made you feel a little bit lighter, made made that guilt fall away. Because that's the number one thing that we live with is guilt. But you are not guilty because you didn't hurt anybody. They hurt you. You didn't break them. So why are you feeling guilty or responsible? Let them hurt other people. Let them live with the karma of the life that they created by being the person that they are. That's just life. Why should we suffer? Alone, you know? Let us heal. Let them suffer. All right. I hope that was a good, again, that something resonated with you. And I love you guys very much. Until next time.